0: Man-eater played while the room swayed to this escapade. It's Rhyme and Reason 610.
1: There's a rhyme reason for your life. There's a reason why
0: you're here. Hey there, Tony here again, and I'm talking again about kind of another road story and kind of going back to Atlanta, Georgia again. Not just kind of, I am going back. And this was actually in 1982, when I played a couple of times, well, let me me think about this, 1981 or 1982, as if that matters to you, but I played played a couple of times for about a month each time at a once-famous barbecue restaurant in uh, the, the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. And it was just me and my help and still roadmaster piano and my microphone and a small sound system. I hadn't done a, solo thing in quite a while at that point so I was pretty nervous but as it turned out the managers and staff really liked me and and uh, they made me feel good and feel at ease so I had a, a short but a successful run there one thing I remember is how Holland notes were real big at that point um, and somebody made sure that their current hit at that time Maneater was playing during the breaks when I would take a break you know, they turn on their music and it'd be in the background. It wasn't like it was this full blown thing, but they played Maneater and other Hollow Notes uh, hits and, and other 80s hits, whatever was going on at the time. So I, you remember that song, right? Maneater? Oh, there she goes. Watch out, boys. She'll chew you up. Remember that one? Okay. That was the number one song uh, for Hollow Notes for four weeks. It was around this time of the year, back in 1982. And uh, I guess they'd had a string of number one hits at that point. I think it was five in a row. But that song was just one of the random and odd memories that I have from my days at Jilly's Barbecue. That was the name of the place. Because as it turns out, and I definitely didn't know then, Jilly's was apparently a place for some, well, shall we say, less than legitimate business activities. You know what I'm saying, man? You know what I'm saying over here? In fact, I just read an old article that said that the restaurant's principles, and this is a quote, so you know, I wouldn't normally say restaurants principals, but uh, the ones who were franchising it, because there were actually at least two of them in the in the greater Atlanta area, maybe more than that. I played at one, and uh, the the ones who were owning, I guess, the owners who were franchising it were later investigated for trafficking in marijuana and cocaine. Yeah. And the article also said, now get this, over the next decade, um, several apparently execution-style murders, and the feds took the main owner to court, and they won a conviction. And actually, I got to say, I don't doubt all that was true, because I remember one incident, um with a pretty young woman asking me to follow her to another room during one of my breaks. This was a restaurant that had multiple areas in it, let's say. You know, you've been to restaurants where they divide them up into different areas where people can be seated and and this one was no different. Had some really it was kind of a cool place actually, cool looking place. But she said everybody wants to meet you. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll go with you. And as we arrived in the other room, she asked me if I'd like to quote, powder my nose, and I started to laugh, a little chuckle, you know, because, well, whether you believe this or not, I didn't do cocaine. I never did. I never did drugs. I never even smoked marahoochee. I never did any of that stuff. I was just too darn boring for all that, but um, at that moment, I kind of felt like I was in a video for the Maneater song, but, you know, I, I politely refused the free buzz, and I just quickly went back to the safety of my helping still and stayed put. For me, it was really nothing short of bizarre. But this was back in a time when Atlanta also had to-go cups for your drinks. And not just fountain drinks. I mean your margaritas martinis and Manhattans, too. Um, my favorite was a melon ball, but that's another story. I'll, I'll share that some other time, maybe. So I guess really what the moral of this story um If there is one, this is it. Stay on the straight and narrow. Be a good chick or a good dude. Because you'll save mucho dinero and you won't get barbecued. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to this wild and crazy powder your nose kind of episode on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. It's it's an honor to me to have you there as we're finishing out 2020. And I'm sure a lot of people are glad that we're doing that. I just want to Say again how much uh, I appreciate you tuning in. And I hope you'll share it with others who you think might get a kick out of this. And as I continue here, I'll be adding in some more music, festive music for the season, okay?
1: You wake up on Christmas And find that the whole world's dressed in When peace on earth began, and ended so fast. But Christmas is the one day, the hope can rise again, inside the like a new
0: Till then, until the next one, I hope you'll stay uh, cool and stay out of trouble, and don't go powder your nose. And uh, but do go to tonyfunderburk.com, look for that merch tab, get that uncool T-shirt, be uncool like me, man. The the one that says life has rhyme and reason because God made you.
1: There's a rap-